Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode six. Episode six. Oh, man, we're getting along the way here. Um, all right. Well, welcome to Please Hold. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Ashley. And I'm Tiffany. And you're tuning in to Please Hold. Um, so today we are talking about irate customers. <laughs> uh, today's uh, episode title is probably one of my favorite because it. I feel like it's relatable to anybody who has worked in customer service. Doesn't Absolutely. matter. It doesn't matter what the role is, like war of the industry. <clears throat> like it's relatable. And today's episode is I can't hear you, ma'am, because you're yelling in my ear. Stop yelling. Yeah, stop yelling. And maybe we can solve your problem. Right. Just maybe. But maybe. Um well yeah, I mean well, let's go ahead and and dig deep into it. Um one, I think you and I have both experienced uh, what it's like to be yelled at and mm-hmm. screamed and dealing with irate customers. But I think we've also on the flip side have experienced being, being an irate customer. Being an irate customer. Yes. So I don't know. We might want to do like a rewind session of like, maybe it was like the first intro of when we were talking about um, uh, car rentals. Oh, Yes. Okay. You want me to tell the story? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. So I was, so I was trying to rent a car. Um, Our grandfather had just, had just passed away. Um, And I needed to go ahead and, you know, rent a car. We both have kids and, you know, couldn't, it's last, obviously last minute and, you know, couldn't catch flights or anything like that. So we, I called the car rental place to, you know, I can't remember if it was budget or enterprise. Oh, it's enterprise. Um, and to, you know, obviously rent an SUV. And um, I made a reservation. You know, first thing you're going to do is like go online and make a reservation. Right. Um, but that wasn't working out. So I called to call the reservation uh, department to rent a, to rent an SUV and like it was like talking to somebody who never even worked at a car rental place <laughs> like just straight up just just dumb like didn't couldn't help me like obviously i'm upset i <clears throat> you know have a lot of stress upon me i got to leave i got to take off work i got to get the car kids ready to go so it's going to be a long drive down to west palm beach from atlanta like it was just always, it's a lot of things combined so, you know, talking to them and I lost it. Completely lost it. At work. I lost it at work um, on this person because it was like they were just not willing to help at all. And I was just giving, getting the runaround. And I, ended up, I did end up being like an irate person. <laughs> Swallow it down. I did. Yeah. I admit it, you know. Because it's like you're not trying to you he that person was not trying to help me. You're yeah. not trying to 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 work with me. Like couldn't give me any direct answers on the type of car that I could get. I needed an SUV, like where I could get it done. And then let me tell you what put the cherry on top. The cherry on top was when so after going through all of that over the phone, then I get there and they have no cars. 
no cars. How are you a car rental place and you have no cars? I'm there, ready to go. Kids are packed up early in the morning to get the car. And I get there and you're like, oh, we sorry, we don't have any cars. Excuse me? What? Oh, and so after I went off on that person there um, for not having any cars, they then send me to the airport. So then got to take the kids. Well, no, I took the kids back home, went to down to the Atlanta airport, which if you live here, you already know the airport is crazy mm-hmm. and go there to get a car. Now, I don't know if you know this, but the in- enterprise or the car rental place, the standalones versus the airport ones, they're different. They operate different. Their prices are different. They're not the same. Airport rental car places are higher. So now, yes, they have a car, but now it's $300 more than my original reservation. Oh, yeah, you're pissed. Oh. What? I'm about to just set it on fire. Uh, like, I am irate. And that's, you know, and then at that point, you're just like, just forget it. Like, I've driven, I've driven down here. I've now have, you know, put me back behind schedule to drive down and just give me the car and just, you know, give, give me whatever. I don't care what the price is at this point. But it's like, people have to understand that, like, no one's renting a car for the most part. I mean, unless you're some of these <laughs> people who put on the city are renting a car for fun. Right. Usually it's my car is in the shop or I have an emergency or whatever. I need to get a, I need a car so that I can do what I need to do. And you adding on your incompetency and your attitude or your non-knowledge or didn't even, tr- don't even really try to show up for work today. Attitude does not help anybody. It does not help not one person and it don't help you. And all you really are going to get is people yelling at you. So, like, I think it's from one, from, there's two sides. No, should, you know, people get irate and be ugly to customer service? No, it's not fair. It's not right. But on the other hand, do your job. Yeah, totally. Do your job and be respectful and try to be helpful. And even if you can't do something, say, hey, I can't do this, but... I can do this or let me see what I can do for you instead of being like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's not my job. To, that's not my job. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't work here. I didn't like, I don't know anything about your job, but all I know is that you're the customer service person to help and assist me. Right. That is your job. Your job is to assist me. So assist me. Yeah. Don't tell me that you can't do something or that you don't know. Go find out. It's okay if you don't know, but go find out. Go find an answer. Go look up a manual. Go look up a book. Go in the handbook. Call somebody. Call a manager. Phone a friend. Honey, please. But that's your job. Your job is to help me. Help your company. She's still upset about it. (laughs) I know. And that was like four years ago. Um, but no, I, I mean, I think it's a great, it's a great point that you're pointing out is that, you know, I, I think that that's what sometimes gets people to that point where they're not feeling like they're getting the help that they need, um, from the person who was supposed to help them, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're here in this position, you're supposed to help me. And 
I can't do your job for you. So I need you to do your job, please. And I think that that's kind of like what pushes people. Now we, we also have situations where, you know, um, people will go ahead and just get on the phone automatically and start going in on people. Mm-hmm. And then it's a wrap. After, it's just a wrap from the very beginning. Right. Um, but so what we kind of want to, you know, dive in today is that like, when is the right time to, if you're in a call center, hang up on somebody, mm-hmm. right? And if you're dealing with somebody who's being just completely erratic or they're being just disrespectful um, or if you're dealing with in person, I think we've seen on, on TikTok, on it, just everywhere on social media where people are actively abusing, verbally abusing um, people who are, whether you're in like Starbucks or just maybe at the gas station, at a restaurant through the window, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when do you say like, okay, I, I'm going to have to put my customer service skills down because, and I can no longer talk to you because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deal with that. Yeah. I mean, I think one, when nowadays, one warning, I think like when we were working before we were like, you know, Two warnings, and then the third time is like time to let it go. But nowadays, people are instantly abusive. Yeah, you know, people are not just upset and calling and you know yelling on the phone. No, people are threatening. People are abusive. People use abusive language, like you know, calling people out of their name or being racist. I mean, I know we've all seen the Karens. Yeah. Um, you know, the Karens and the Kens, you know, <laughs> running around and just just because thinking that they're the boss or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think in immediately, as soon as someone starts being disrespectful to you and like not upset over the situation, that's different. But personally abusing you, yeah. You have to start it has to be addressed immediately. Like, you, there's no more, man, please don't do that. Like, because people are not being responsive to that anymore nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just in a different age, a different time now that we're, it's immediately, oh, we're not going to do that. I can tell you, like, we're not, we're not going to have that abusive language. We're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to almost like be stern with these people nowadays to let them know, like, if you want to continue this conversation, if you would like for me to continue to help you or anybody in this store or restaurant or whatever to help you, you cannot do that, period. Right. And that be done with it. Like this, oh, please don't do that. Like, I'm going to smile through it. Like, that doesn't work anymore nowadays. Well, it's, it's it's taxing, right? Like, for <clears throat> for not just the person who's receiving that, right? But also for other employees, for managers to be having to like go in and happening to deal and take control of the, of the situation. Like if, if it's nipped in the bud, like relatively quickly saying like, Hey, like, look, unfortunately we just don't accept that kind of behavior in our store and our restaurant at, or for, at our business, any, wherever it is, I think making sure that like your customers know that, Hey, like we don't tolerate that. Mm-hmm. And our employees, as much as like we value our customers, our employees come first, right. uh, making sure we talked about this of making sure you have your employees back and making sure that they feel that they know that like, if a situation like this comes up, yes, I know my manager or my, my leader, somebody in a, 
a, a management position is going to be able to stick up for me or is going to be able to say like, hey, no, we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah. And you have to be able to give your employees the power, that power to feel, to know that they can stand up for themselves mm -hmm. and not lose their job. Yes. You know, there's always, obviously there's lines and boundaries and everything. So no one says go off and punch the customer in the face because they're yelling at you. Right. You know, maybe if they punch you first <laughs> or throw something or spit at you or something like that. Um, I don't know. Not saying that, but you know, I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, there's lines, yeah, you know? Sure. So you have to know like, you can you you can use lang uh, like language in a way to say we're not going to tolerate that. No, sir. No, ma'am. You're not going to do that, or we're refusing service at this time. And that at first, even if it's the first time, like we've seen things of like McDonald's food being thrown at you know people working there or Chick Fil A or what have you. Like we've seen those incident incidents, and it's just like no, at that very moment. Absolutely not. We're calling the police. We're going to have to put you down. Like, we're going to have to get some zip ties on the back and we're going to have to tie you. Not put you down. <laughs> not put you down like that, <laughs> but like sit you down. <laughs> not like tranquilizer. So put you get, her, down. get her. Get her. <laughs> but, but more of like, no, absolutely yeah. not. Like, we're not doing this. Like, you're suspended. We have a zero tolerance to zero. policy. Right. And I, I, and I, I know that businesses, companies are afraid of being able to like lose their, their customer. That's one customer, right? You have to understand that like, that's one customer and you have to put it in, into, into like your thought of like, is that the kind of customer that I want? Right. Do you want that person to continue to come in the store to your business at all the time and act like that? Right. And I, I think like it was very evident when we were at our previous company because we were dealing with two things that were very sensitive to, you know, to the customers. Right. Um, and we, it was like an everyday thing where we always were dealing with people who were yelling and screaming and just upset. And like, we had to learn to have like, to say like, okay, ma'am, like I need you to calm down or I like, Unfortunately, I can't hear you. I can't even process what you're wanting me to do because all I can, you're just yelling and you're berating me and you're calling me names. And I, I think that people don't understand like how detrimental it is to someone's mental when they get off of a shift like that. Right. Yeah. And let's say if you had, you work an eight hour shift, you're working from eight to five out of, you would say probably on average, you take probably maybe about 15, 20 calls. Yeah. 15 to 20 calls, depending on how busy the call center is. I mean, yeah. I, at some points they were taking 60 to 80 calls and that's a lot, but imagine that more than half of those calls are from people who are calling not because they're going to tell you that you're having a, that they're having a great day and that you're doing a wonderful job. They're telling you like fix this shit now. Right. right? Like, like they have a problem. And so imagine how like damaging that is to the mental, like your mental state to have to deal with that day in and day out. out. Like you're going in for, you just closed out one eight, eight, eight to five shift. And then you got to wake back up and do that all over again. Right. Like who wants to come into work and be like, all right, get my headset together, log on, 
take a sip of my coffee, and beep, fix this Sorry, excuse my language, but that is literally like, as soon as you, thank you for calling, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Boom. Hit with it. It's like someone coming and knocking on your door in the morning. You just woke up like. And they just knocked that door right now. Boom. Like, okay, that's a rude awakening. And I don't want to. And now it's just like, now that's set the tone for the day, you know? And like, they always say like, oh, you just got to, you know, can't let it roll into your next call and into the next customer. Okay. Let's be, let's be real. Like, if I, sure I can, is I came in here and acting crazy to you this morning. I, you're not going to go to the, and not going to be like, all right, now everyone can't take a lunch break, you know, like, or something <laughs> crazy. Cause you're going to be like, you know, visibly upset that someone just came in here and ruined your day. Right. You know, or to do it at the end of the day. And now you had to go home and drive home with that or, you know, try to, try to not let that affect your night with your family or with yourself or whatever. Like, you know, it, it, it takes a lot. And I think people nowadays just really just need to just chill out. <laughs> God, I mean, really, it is, there is nothing really that serious. And, and even, you know, obviously speaking for myself too, like, uh, yeah, I was going through, you know, something emotion, very, you know, emotionally hard for, you know, to deal with. And plus we're dealing with kids and stuff. And should that employee got, you know, yelled at by me? Probably not in the way, but like, <laughs> not, not in the way that I did it, but like, just be helpful, yeah. you know, do you, do your job. And I, I think a lot of times people are minding their own business because the Karens come around and start bossing people and thinking they're the ruler of humanity and neighborhoods and grocery stores. Right. But, and then it, it's just like, just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Okay. Just do what you're supposed to do. And usually people, like I said, pe- usually people are doing what they're supposed to do and people de- decide to ruin their day just because. But I, I just think it's on, it's on call for and people need to learn how to one, not be so sensitive. And there's so much things in this world that people are just overly sensitive about. Yeah. You know, and this is like, if you take a, take a minute, take a beat, like just sit back, relax for a second you know, and think about what you're asking for. Because I can tell you, if you come yelling at me, like... I'm automatically going to shut down. Right. Like, you yelling and screaming is not going to get anything you'd want done faster. Right. Like, my skills didn't all suddenly, like, master up a level <laughs> because you're yelling. Like, boop, boop, boop. Okay. And now I, I know how to do it. And I didn't automatically get permissions that I didn't have previously because you're yelling and screaming at me and because you want me to, to do something. Right. Um, you know, I remember being working in high-end retail and somebody came in and they were like, well, like, I want you to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, well, I can't do that because I'm not a manager. Like I can't open up and and get the say for, and, and like, and I don't have access to it. Like it's not possible. I don't have, I don't have, well, why not? Well, cause I just told you why not. Like I like, this is, I'm literally telling you, like I don't have permissions. And it's just like, then it gets into like a yelling, like, and then, and screaming and being, you know, verbally abusive. And I'm like, well, this doesn't like, I can't literally off, uh, like do anything for you. Like I can't actually physically open up something if I don't have the code to it. Right. Um, you know, it's just like, it, it just, 
it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. People just, sometimes I feel like people are just asking for the impossible and they already know. Cause usually they end up walking away, hanging up or whatever. Like, cause they, you know, like, sir, like we can't do that. Yeah. Like, come on. You're asking for the most unreasonable. Right. There's, there's no reason, but I don't know. Like the yelling and the screaming, I feel bad for people who work in customer service that have to deal with it. I know that I've dealt with it. You know, some, a guy called, I remember a guy calling me and telling me that he's like, I bet you have, he's like, no, he's like, I, um, if you have any kids, I bet you're going to be the worst parent. And I'm just like, how can you say that? Like, you don't know me, but it's just like, because I can't give you what you want that I cannot give you, like part of the policies of the company, like I cannot do it. You like attack me in that way like is it really necessary like super below the belt right like and they just like but you hurting trying to hurt my feelings or you know call me names it does still is not going to help your situation right because now we're not going to be on the phone anymore yeah (laughs) i mean and to kind of go back to like what we were asking in the beginning is like when is the right time to to hang up i definitely think like in the first you know, recognizing, like, le- letting them know, like, hey, this is a warning. We're not going to tolerate that. Like, we're not going to do that. And I want to, I want, letting them know, like, I want to help you with your account, right? But if you do this again, or if you say that, or if you continue yelling and screaming, I can no longer help you with your account, or I can no longer serve you, or I can no longer, you know, assist you with the items that you that you need or whatever the case may be and like giving them that fair warning like beforehand because it's like after that it's not it's not happening it's just not happening and then after if the abuse still continues that like then that's when you say okay it's time to cut it off right no i mean yeah exactly so it's like one hey we're not going to tolerate it and then second time it happens okay i warned you you're done you're kicked out you're being hung up on, like, that's just what's being done. And, like, I'm not going to ask you anymore. Like, right. you're a grown adult. If you're calling in or going into a, a place, obviously you're an adult. Right. You know, so, or, or in some kind of capacity. So, I want to treat you just like an adult. Right. And we're just not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And I'm not going to let my, I'm not going to even allow myself to be entered into that situation. Mm-hmm. Or for it to continue on. Yeah. And company, and, like, companies should... Um, you know, make sure that they empower their employees to to be like, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't want those kind of people. And every company should stand by that and say, hey, we don't want abusive people in our company or in our business or in our store or in our restaurant or whatever, like at point blank. And if that's happening to you and you feel uncomfortable, kick them out, hang up on them, be done with it. Yeah. You know, because we have other people who want, who are acting, yeah, right, of course. who are deserving of the customer services, deserving of the business. And you can then put your time and energy into to them instead of, you know, nasty person here. He wants to berate you for 40 minutes. Like I remember customer rest being stuck on the phone for 30, 40 minutes, being yelled and screamed at and called names. Like, just keep on going. Just tell them it's going to be yeah. better. What? It's not getting better. It's not getting better. It's not it's getting better. Getting it's, it's not getting, getting better. It's getting worse by the by the minute. Right. So it's just like, cut it off, be done. And I think that will start to help people's mental, you know, stability. Like they, it's just, 
it, your mental health is so important, no matter where you work and it should be protected at all costs. And not only should you be protecting your mental health, but your the company that you work for should be protecting your mental health also. Yep. Yes. Can you say it again? Yes. You're, you should be protecting your mental health and then the company should be protecting your mental health. Yes. Like, you, I mean, you have to. It's it's so important. Life is short. Things are crazy all over the world and everyone's lives. There's all types of ups and downs. And the last thing you need is like the added stress onto that and still and thinking like, if I don't allow this person to treat me like crap, then I might lose my job. Right. Like, we should not be living in that kind of situation at all. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, is that it, Tiff? I think so. You got it off your chest? Whew, I feel good. Now y'all know. <laughs> um, well, that is episode six. Um, you will catch us next week and when we come back around with episode seven, where the math ain't mathin'. We're going to talk about some... Run me my money. Run me my money. Because... Y'all are asking me to be the face of this company, and uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. The numbers don't look right, <laughs> right? Um, but you want to close this out, Tiff? Yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at um, please hold underscore podcast. If you want to email us, send us any feedback. We love feedback, especially starting this new thing with us. Um, it's info at um, please hold podcast, and yeah, and then you could just you know. Keep on watching, subscribe, download, download, all those things. Tell your friends, tell your family. That's right. All that good stuff. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks, and we'll see y'all next week. One.